Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Something you will know by me if uh, you're new to the channel is I love networking with other amazing investors. Something I've always done is stay in my lane. Hence, one rental at a time was my story of buying properties out of the MLS. Kind of boring. Since I've been retired, I've met a lot of amazing people, such as our guest today. Uh, Ty, how you doing? I'm doing well, Michael. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and if folks don't know, Ty has an amazing playlist on this channel. Uh, we do something called the Friday Weekly Wrap-Up, which I look forward to every week. But something Ty reached out to me on. Ty is a member of my course called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. He reached out and said, Michael, I want to contribute. I want to take my 20 years plus of experience and add to the course. I want to create a bonus section. So we talked, and he has brought something to the course already, which we will be adding around a concept I have zero experience. One thing you will know about all the bonus material, these are contributions from others who have experience. I, I couldn't talk about pre-foreclosures. I think pre-foreclosures were a big deal in 06, 07, maybe 08, depending on your market. I think they might be a big deal in 2023, but yet I have zero experience. So Ty, you, uh, you've already created content. I'm in the process of uploading it today. But why don't we tease the audience about what they can expect to see? Because you've sent me two videos and two documents already with a third video coming. What's, what, what are people going to see? Yeah, so thank you, Michael. I, I just want to say to everybody out there, um, you know, Michael is an incredible giver. Um, and I think and I know that's how we were attracted to each other. We met at a basically it was almost like a free event. It was a one day event where it was like 20 bucks just to cover the cost of the room or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Michael is a go giver. And as you know, um, both Adrian and I, uh, we have a foundation builders and Evo community where we are also big into contribution, big into giving. And so um, I've got to say that, you know, I've had a lot of different mentors and a lot of different people over the, you know, three decades. I started, bought my first deal in 1993. Wow. Um, became a licensed agent to become a broker 1994 um, over, you know, a couple thousand plus transactions closed. But I want to say that this for the audience, I have learned so much about fundamental investing oh. from you, Michael, and from the way that Michael has such a systematic approach, the way that he looks at the economy, all the deep study that you do, Michael, in terms of the daily news and, you know, honestly, we do Friday financial news wrap up where I get the, the honor and privilege to interview you, mm -hmm. but I look at it almost as like my personal coaching call with you <laughs> of what's going on in the economy and not only that, but how to adapt. So, um, I am honored, privileged to be a part of your community, to do bonus material. The bonus materials, I think pretty, I think it's great because what, what I talk about is pre foreclosures mm -hmm. and specifically what I talk about is direct to seller. Yeah. So in the two videos that you're going to upload today, 
-hmm. I break down, here's the opportunities with pre-foreclosures. It's as we're doing this video today is May the 31st, 2022. Mm -hmm. We are going to see a huge spike in pre-foreclosures. And we'll define and talk more about that here, mm -hmm. but where the opportunities are, I believe, especially direct to seller. So, yeah, so th this is the key, right? Pre-foreclosure is a term that I first heard back as the 06 market was rolling over. You started doing this in 93, so you saw the cycle before that. Pre-foreclosures are interesting, especially these days because of all the systems, right? Like I have brought PropStream, for example, onto my platform. Uh, they have, you know, the data lake and all this stuff. One of their searches is pre-foreclosures. The other thing that is should be known, I've talked about, is last year, we only had 152,000 foreclosures nationwide. That is historically low because essentially it was illegal. If people follow my material, you know that I think a recession is in the offering. I think there's a very good chance that unemployment at least doubles. And people have heard me talk about that the foreclosure process can take a lot of time. That's why when you talked about, hey, Michael, I want to do my, my thing, my bonus material around pre-foreclosures, I'm like, awesome. Myself, never done them, no experience. I need all the help I can get. And I think marketing to pre-foreclosures becomes a huge part of building a pipeline, especially if you could go direct to sellers, because there's going to be a lot of people who got uh, in a bad spot. They got unemployed. They have to move, whatever, right? And a pre-foreclosure, there's, there's a lot of time between the filing of a notice and ultimately being evicted after a foreclosure sale. There's a long time to hunt, but you have to hunt a certain way. I think you have to be... One thing that I liked about the material that I looked at is, is, is the conversation with the, potentially the seller who's going to lose their home. You're trying to be the right answer in the nicest way possible. So I'll just talk about what the two videos that I have already, what are people going to see? Yeah. So what we talk about in the first video is how to actually curate a list. So it's really about how to go in, look at and find specifically like, so in California, we have a two-step process for foreclosures. The first part is called a notice of default. The NOD. second part, yep. NOD. Yep. Notice of default, NOD. The second is a notice of trustee sale. So, and I'll just quickly break, I break that down in detail. Like, here's how you curate your list. Here's how yeah. you look at it. But ultimately the notice of default is an official legal warning. The notice of trustee sale is when the house is actually going to go to public auction, the foreclosure steps. And I just want to also say this, because you and I talk a lot about this in um, the different videos and things that we've done over the year, over the months and year. Um, I don't believe and I think Michael's probably of saved mind. We're not going to have this tsunami of foreclosures or a big bubble or a tidal wave of Michael shaking his head. No, we're not going to see this big giant clickbait bubble burst uh, in the market like in 08. Would you agree, Michael? Yeah, there, the chances that we get an 08 repeat, which again, I have the numbers and I've shared the graph was 3.2 million foreclosures, meaning trustee sale, the end of process not going to happen. That's a 20 X over what was last year. That said, we are going to have a 500, 600, 700% increase, right? Yep. So if you want to be a channel that talks about percentages, I would say a 500% increase is a crisis. It is going to happen off a ridiculously low number. 
A 500% increase off 150 is 750. 750,000 foreclosures is still lower than any traditional year X 2020, X 2021. Yep. Spot on. So let's be really clear. We're not calling for this big tsunami of foreclosures or pre-foreclosures. However, we do know with the recession coming, with the changes in the economic environment, we are going to see a significant increase, a significant increase. Here's what, and I wanna just break this down for the viewer. So if you think about foreclosures, you have a couple of different levels. Foreclosures, the way that most people talk about them is bank foreclosures, REO assets, real estate owned, where a bank actually repossesses the property, evicts the owner, the previous owner, takes that property back, gives it to a broker, they clean the house out and then put it on the market as an REO. That's what we saw in 2008, 2009, Michael, you picked up a lot of those assets. I did. Yeah. And again, people, a lot of, a lot of channels don't have experience with that crisis, right? That is really the end. And what I want people to realize there's, there's core logics did a great 10 year study. Maybe we'll talk about it on Friday when we get together again, Yep. that showed state by state in California, we peaked meaning foreclosure crisis in 09. Other states like Washington, I remember, was 2013. Yep. So you've got to know your market, your buy box, your area. The other thing I want to say is I think we're not going to have as many foreclosures as last time because of two reasons. One, there's now pre-foreclosure lists and processes, and, and there's really a way to go have those conversations. But second, it's the debt structure. Yep. You guys don't understand the debt structure in 08 was the toxic asset. The house was fine. The asset that was encumbering the house was toxic. You did not want to take over that paper. So the only way to wash it was for the owner of the paper, the bank, to say, okay, well, I signed a contract that said, I will collateralize this house against this note. The note's toxic. I guess I get the house. And then they sold it. Today, 30-year debt, 98% of mortgages coming into the year were fixed rate, most of those below three and a half. The debt's not toxic. So I think there's going to be, during the workout process, which is I was so happy you did pre-foreclosure, there's going to be opportunity to take on that asset, which is the debt. The debt last time was toxic. Today, I think the debt's an asset. Spot on, spot on, 100%, 1,000%. And just so you know, Michael, I, we haven't talked a lot about this, but I actually, like from 08 to 09, I had to do a massive pivot in my business where I was just basically fixing and flipping and started getting into land development. And I lost a lot of money because I was over leveraged doing land development outside of my lane, something I didn't, wasn't an expert in, right? Thought I, because I was great at residential, I thought I'd be great at development. <laughs> Wrong timing. Right. right. But I had to pivot hard. I became a broker for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Ah. So you can imagine I was my biggest years in my whole career were 09, 10, 11, 12, 13. We were doing hundreds of transactions because we were helping clean up that mess of all the toxic loans, yeah. all the toxic debt. Today, Michael hit it so spot on. These loans that have been originated over the last 10, 12 years have all been fixed rate. They've all been low interest rate environment. So today, what's unique, so if you can imagine for the audience and the viewer, you have where we talked about where the bank repossesses the home. 
And there may be some of that. A lot of people are talking about that. I don't think that's going to be as big of an opportunity or a big market. I don't think it really hits that level. What I believe will happen is just above it, where you have the notice of default, the notice of trustee sale. We're going to call it pre-foreclosure because sure. that's universal nationwide. Okay. Where I believe is it's the opportunity is going to be is to direct to seller. Yeah. So investors going direct to seller, which is what the bonus material Mm-hmm. that you're going to be uploading. That's a part of the course. Now yeah. it's about how to approach, how to curate that list, how to approach, how to have those conversations. And then the third video that I'm going to do for you, Michael, is where I'm going to actually talk about the offer structure specifically subject to mm. right. Huge opportunity. Yeah. Our dear friend, Pace Morby, Laura Morby, right. He mm-hmm. that's his whole entire course and universe is about sub two and creative finance. Mm-hmm. We're also going to break down. How do you make an offer, a creative offer? That's how can awesome. you take over the debt subject to, so that's going to be the third piece of it. So again, for the viewer, let's be really clear. We don't believe it's going to be a bank owned foreclosure market, mm-hmm. at least not a big opportunity. We believe the big opportunity will be for agents and brokers, as well as investors to be direct to seller dealing with pre-foreclosure by providing great solutions, helping people out of their problem, helping people get a, I love this term, by the way, fresh start, because that's what somebody, if they've lost their job or if they're struggling economically and they've got this house, the fact that they can get a good chunk of cash Mm -hmm. and go get a fresh start, that's going to be a benefit and a solution for people. So yeah, this is why it's so important. Again, I stay in my lane. I could easily read a bunch of articles and try to create content. It's not my thing. I have no interest in doing that. I want to attract other go-givers such as yourself to go, Hey, I got you, Michael. I've been doing this 30 some odd years. I was big into this. Let me create content for you. And we're going to just add it for free. It goes right in the bonus section. Ty pre-foreclosures will be up later today. If you have my course, it's free. If not get the course bonus material going up all the time from amazing folks. The last thing I want to close on is timing. Uh, the, from the NOD, the first notice of default, to ultimately exiting with the bank taking ownership, would you say it's hard to it's hard to rough and tough this? But I'm going to ask you to try. You have about six months on average. Is it nine months? What is the average between the first NOD and ultimately the bank taking it most of the time? Yeah. So the way that the civil code and, and statutes, as I understand them in California is it's about, 100 and, it's, a, it's about 120 days okay. of timing from the notice of default to when they can officially do the notice of trustee sale. Okay. Now, there's been a lot of what I would call overlays. Correct. So there's been a lot of statutes to protect, even just like his most recent COVID, right? Because mm-hmm. of COVID and CDC and, and that's a lot of states have adopted special provisions and special overlays of the law. So Michael's spot on, it's about six months. And The truth is this, I want to be really clear, the bank, the mortgage company, the servicer, whoever's operating that debt and collecting the loan payments or now not collecting loan payments because somebody's in trouble, they do not want to own the property. It is taboo and nationwide, it is bad news. Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and all of them, you know, big or small, they do not want to foreclose on people. They do not want to take, they don't want the negative publicity. They don't want the bad debt. They want to work things out. So let's be really clear. It's usually a very long and drawn out process. And if the people, by the way, doing good by doing good, there's a lot of times where people just need a little, like 
So one of the things we talk about in the, in the videos, and I'm going to also in the third video, is there are going to be people that maybe just need a good piece of information. Here's what to say. Call the bank. Ex ask for a forbearance. Ask for a loan modification. Because some people can get a restart yeah. and keep their home. That's and awesome. So, yeah. So you can actually be doing good by doing good. But there's also people that are maybe going to get into a forbearance, get into a loan modification, and they're not going to be able to really ultimately it's a band-aid and they're still going to need to sell the house and get a fresh start, get some cash, go back to being a renter short term, whatever the case may be. So I just want to say that, yes, it's about six months. That was a long answer, but it's about six months. And I think for everybody out there, you want to, number one, do yourself a favor, buy this man's course. <laughs> it is the best course out there. It's the best value. And it's interesting. I've bought I would say dozens of courses and dozens of mentorships and masterminds and even buying your, how much is your course? 320 bucks. It, it's ridiculous. $320. And Michael literally breaks down some of the basics of the basics of the basics of discipline, daily discipline to study your market daily or twice a day, understanding a buy box, right? Not buying alligators. I see so many people that call me that I'm talking to and they're like, oh, I'm going to do this deal. And they start describing the deal. And I'm like, how are you making money? It's an yeah. alligator. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you do such a great job. Michael's course is tremendous value. Plus not only that, but the way that um, he brings in experts and brings in bonus material, buy the course. Just yeah. do yourself a favor and buy the course. There you go, Ty. Thank you very much. We'll talk on Friday. I am so happy to load this pre-foreclosure. Because again, I think it's a skill set. A, I have to add, never done them. And B, I think it will be a big part of a lot of businesses in 2023. So Ty, thank you very much. Great timing. Thank you. All right.